What's up, everyone, and welcome to Good Morning on Purpose, a daily podcast that aims to evoke a sense of positivity and possibility in your day. This is my first ever attempt at podcasting and serves as a process for me personally to overcome some obstacles and difficulties that I've experienced over the last many years, months, or even days. If nothing else, I can promise a positive or motivational message, an atmosphere of honesty, and a friendly hello from someone you've likely never met. Although there are many things in life that are likely out of your control, your perspective is yours alone, and from that perspective, the choices we make and the things we think impact our daily outcomes. So with that in mind, and without further ado, from me to you... Good morning. It is Saturday, February 5th, 2024, and my phone says it's 40 degrees, but it seems like it's like in the 50s or 60s right now. And man, are there a ton of people out walking, jogging, standing by the water, fishing. I guess it's Saturday, so people are taking the time. It's very cool to see. Everyone's having a great day. A good morning, if you will. Hello from the editing room. Just wanted to interject here that it's actually the 3rd of February, not the 5th of February. Hopefully we don't have to interject too many times, but I just wanted to make that note. I haven't eaten breakfast yet, but right when this project is done, actually I have um, an appointment, a client today as well. But after all that's done, uh, I am looking forward to making breakfast. We're going to have a little bit of fruit, we're going to have some eggs, maybe a grain of some sort, maybe some carrots. Maybe we'll do an omelette, actually, that might be good. I've been cooking more and more often over the years lately, experimenting and dabbling with certain types of foods and different spices, recipes that my mother used to make or that my partner's family is known for. Of course, finding things on the internet, experimenting with what's around the house when we haven't been responsible and gone grocery shopping, but we don't want to order food. And honestly, I really have to say, at times, it's so beneficial to cook for yourself. It's worth the time and effort when you can get a thick, juicy steak or some really delicious chicken. The perfect vegetable dish, and it's better than your local restaurants. It's definitely better than the food you would have had delivered. It takes some time, takes some knowledge, takes some prep, but it's absolutely worth it. Even more so when you can cook with a friend. It cuts down on the cook time. It gives you someone to do that thing with. It just causes goodness all around. And it's funny how when you get food from anywhere, when you haven't cooked it yourself, you have no idea what's in that food. You don't know what oils they used, you don't know what the cooking method was, you don't know what ingredients have been added, and even more so with processed foods. With stuff that's frozen, canned or packaged. Stuff that you of course get out at restaurants or from fast fast food places. There could be anything in your food. Your food could be anything. That chicken that you ordered could not be chicken at all. There's no way for you to know. Well, I guess maybe there's some ways for you to know if you break everything down or you get a test it in the lab, but who's going to do that, right? It would be cool if there's some sort of scanner and you could scan your food and see what was in it and how it was made and all that stuff. Maybe one day. Get on it, Bill Gates. Today, I wanted to expand a little bit on that and talk about the importance of natural foods. Natural foods are just things that have no additives to them. They're not processed. Sometimes they're not even cooked. They're just the food in its raw form. The benefits to eating food as they are, to eating natural foods, is that you preserve a lot of the nutrients that are inherent to that food. Sometimes your body responds to or digests it better. 
I was thinking today, if you took any just processed food, or especially packaged food, and you separated out all of the ingredients that weren't natural, just inherent to that thing, and you put them to the side, and then you had all of the, what was left, what was actually the food of your food, what if you had to eat just like a, a spoonful of slop or chemicals that was to one side all of the extra stuff first? If you had to stuff it in your mouth, what would it taste like? What would it look like? It probably wouldn't be very good. And it definitely wouldn't be stuff that's good for you, I would imagine. And then when you ate the other food, it probably also wouldn't taste as good. It wouldn't have all the added sugars or fats or whatever it might be. I just wanted to bring up that prompt. How often are you eating normal, natural food? Especially when you don't have time to cook for yourself or you have the resources to just order your food all the time, to have it door dashed or to just pop out somewhere and, and eat something that someone else made. That stuff has an impact on your health. All the fitness and nutrition gurus and the magazines and the diets and all that talk about certain rules of health and nutrition like they're set in stone, like this one rule is the thing that makes a difference. People say it's calories in versus calories out to manage your weight, but then other people say it's about your activity level, and other people say it's not that at all, it's about these three cheat codes that you don't know about, but all the actors do, and that's how they get ripped for movies, and it's all just very silly because we all have bodies, and there is some science to it, so even if one or all of these things work, it's about how and why they work that probably means the most, rather than the secret of the process that you have to pay $9.99 for or go click on someone's secret video so that they can try and sell you whatever it is they're trying to sell. I'm on a bit of a Hippocrates kick right now, and if you read some of the stuff he wrote 2,400 years ago, one of the things was that eating natural foods and having an understanding of a well-balanced diet is one thing that can help you maintain your health. It's, it's pretty fundamental, and we've known this for a long time. I'm feeling self-conscious every 15 seconds someone else walks by and it's, 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 it's messing with me. I can't concentrate. I'm going to have to chime back in when I get to the office. But it's an amazing day outside. I might come back out for another walk. Fresh air is good for you. Maybe I'll do an episode on fresh air one day. We'll see. And I'm joining you now from the office. Having worked with that client, had a little bit of lunch. I was able to have some fruit and some veggies along with my eggs and my grain. I think what I was kind of getting at today... It's just that it's really interesting the relationship that we have with food. Food is made up of macronutrients, carbohydrates, fats, and proteins, and they're also hopefully often made up of micronutrients, water, which some people consider to be a macronutrient, as well as vitamins and minerals. We even have things like trace minerals that are also beneficial to our bodies that we need in smaller quantities. I remember when I was younger, there was a food pyramid, and the food pyramid was adjusted because the ratios of things were a little weird or off. It was changed to a plate, and I can't imagine what it is these days, but the point, honestly, is that a well-rounded diet can be a way for you to get everything that your body needs. Basic nutrition science has told us that we need all the macronutrients and micronutrients for different things to support different functions in our body. We need complex carbohydrates as well as more simple sugars. There are multiple different types of fats and they support different functions and systems in the body like hormone regulation or even just literal insulation and padding. <laughs> there are complete and incomplete proteins and we get those proteins from different sources. Plant sources often have incomplete proteins that combine in a certain way uh, that do add up to being those complete proteins. And how you get those nutrients is up to the foods that you eat and in what variety. We've got omega-3 and omega-6 fatty acids. And of course, when we eat a variety of natural foods, we'll get those complex carbohydrates and the fibers. We'll get the simple sugars, the fructose and the glucose and 
the galactose and all of that just supernaturally from eating that food. We'll get our omega-3s and omega-6s from eating a variety of different types of fish and meats or nuts or certain vegetables. And I absolutely understand taking, utilizing different diet strategies to either take shortcuts or eliminate the need for certain things. A lot of people are trying to lose weight or put on muscle. Some people have cultural or religious reasons why they do or don't eat a certain way. And some people honestly really just don't care. They eat for pleasure or they eat to mask or overcome things that they're going through in life. Some people literally just only eat things that they enjoy and they only eat when they're hungry. I talked to someone yesterday who says he really doesn't get any pleasure or joy in food. He only eats once a day and that he literally doesn't have a favorite food. Food isn't something that he enjoys. If he could avoid it, he would just not eat food at all. It's really, really easy to eat unnatural foods, to have processed foods, foods with tons of pre preservatives and additives, weird chemicals or pumped with trans fats and simple sugars. A lot of the time, this stuff tastes super good. It's easy to get and it's accessible and a lot of the time it's, it's cheap. Imagine if someone came to your door every day, like the milkman used to, or your newspaper would be thrown on the lawn, and instead it was a, just a delivery of fresh meats, fish, fruits, and vegetables, and a big old thing of water. This is free, or it's super, super cheap, and all you have to do is prepare this food. I mean, I guess I'm kind of describing HelloFresh, but I'm thinking more a big old crate of produce that you're provided because you need those healthy nutrients. I wonder how many people would actually take that free food and try to eat healthily and, and make what they could out of it versus the people that would just give it away or not use it and would prefer to just kind of order their food. Not that I'm knocking either one, it's just really interesting to think about. Alice Waters is an American chef, she's a restaurateur, she's an activist, and she's an author. Um, she's the founder and owner of Chez Panisse. She's the leader of the Edible Schoolyard Project, which supports food education in schools. And she's a big champion for food sustainability. She's a really interesting person, and she's doing a lot of really cool things with food these days. I have a few quotes of hers that I think are extremely impactful. The first one is as follows. I think that if we want to change the way that people eat, we need to change the way they live. We need to create a culture of food that's based on values of community, sustainability, and pleasure. We need to make food a part of our everyday lives, not something that we consume mindlessly or out of convenience. We need to make food a source of joy and connection, not guilt and anxiety. She's also said, I believe that good food should be a right and not a privilege, and it needs to be without pesticides and herbicides, and everybody deserves this food. And that's not elitist. What's elitist is to say that you deserve it and someone else doesn't. This is really huge. I took a whole bunch of dietetics classes in undergrad because initially I was going to be a dietitian. And one of the huge problems is accessibility to foods for certain types of people, especially people with lower incomes. I learned about this from an American context, but obviously starvation and hunger is a problem worldwide for far too many people. And I know that there are people out there who would relish the chance to have a big old box just magically appear. Not just boxes of granola bars or hardtack, but stuff that's packed full of nutrients that's going to change their lives, change how their body functions, help avoid or even treat illnesses that they have. And to be in a place where food is just a, just an afterthought, where we have the privilege of eating whatever we want whenever we feel like, and only eating things that we enjoy, it's a huge privilege that it's important to take the time to identify. And finally, she said, I think that food, like a lot of other things, is a form of expression. It's a way of communicating who you are, where you come from, and what you care about, what you enjoy. 
It's a way of sharing your taste, your values, your stories. It's a way of connecting with others and creating a sense of community. Food is not just fuel, it's culture. I think these are fantastic perspectives about how we think about food and it's deeply personal to each and every person, their situation, their income, their access. And that takes me to what I'd like you to think about this morning or today or for your next morning. I'd really like you to eat good food. Eat food that you enjoy, eat food that is good for your body, eat food that brings some positivity, some health, some wellness to your experience here on this earth. Share it with people that you care about. Have some moments of appreciation for what you have. Because whether it's your favorite or not, healthy food can make you feel good. Getting great sources of vitamins and minerals, the right ratios of carbohydrates, fats, and proteins will have an impact on your physical and your mental health. And if you can eat good, healthy food that's prepared in a way that you enjoy, it's food that you like, and you can have a sense of appreciation and positivity around what you're eating, and as a bonus, share that food with people that you care about, people who make you happy, and that are also enjoying that food. That could be transformative for you. If we can all learn to continue to have more and more positive and healthy relationships with food, the more and more often we'll wake up every single morning looking forward to our first meal and making sure that we have a good morning on purpose. Check out the description or show notes to find Alice Waters' quotes. The music today was by Scott Buckley, and you can find more information about the tracks I used in those show notes. And I'm looking forward to speaking with you in the next episode.